Also on sale in the coffee cabin are books, well. souvenirs, confectionery, and a wide selection of local idol goods, including beers, gins, and malt Oh, Gordon Dundas. Where are we? What are we looking at? And what series is this? I've lost count, but I think it's series six, and we are on a ferry. Where's the ferry going? Going to the magical Isla of Isla. The Isla of Isla. <laughs> the Isle of Isla. The Isle of Isla. Yeah. And literally, what am I looking at? Because you know your geography. You've been before. Are we passing? Is that Jura? That's Jura here. Yes, so that's Jura. We're just slowly heading up into the uh, towards Port Askeg, um, where we're going to get off and we're going to drive to Bomore. So this basically will be an Isla special whiskey unscripted. It is going, we're going to focus on the distilleries of Isla, we're going to focus on the people of Isla, we're going to interview loads of people on Isla while we're here, and um, uh, I've, this is about the first time I've ever got a Calmac ferry to um, Isla and not had a Calmac and cheese. Ah, okay. But we're going to be drinking quite a lot of whiskey, I'm sorry, we're going to be tasting and sampling quite a lot of whiskey. What are we hoping for? Well, I mean, you look at the distilleries of Isla, there's nine of course at the moment with an, another, uh, well there's... Yes. Potentially could be up to 12 um, with the latest news. Um, we're going to obviously different types of peated levels and even unpeated whiskies here in Isla. So, um, yeah, we're going to get diverse. Whiskies. First up, we are starting with Bowmore. Bowmore, the oldest distillery in Isla, 1779. Bring it on, Isla. Here we come. This is Whiskey Unscripted, Season 6, Episode oh, 1. Got whiskey on my mind And the deal that I have signed I got whiskey on my mind Keeps me too So we're here in the uh, number one vaults uh, for Whiskey Unscripted and we're here with Margaret and David who've just given us an amazing experience here at Bowmore. Margaret... I used to work with you. Um, good to uh, good to be back. Um, you love Bowmore, don't you? Yes, I do. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and why do you love this whiskey so much? Because I was brought up in and about Bowmore Distillery. My dad worked here. My grandfather worked here, and now I work here. And it's great whiskey as well. And it's great whiskey. Of course, it's great whiskey. It's been a great yes. day. Thank you. And David. Thank you. David's just smelling a red wine cask. David, um, I don't know if you know, but Gordon and I do a little uh, a little podcast called Whiskey Unscripted, and um, when he tells the audience, yeah, yeah, we're lucky if we've got a listener. But anyway, um, David, you've been you how long have you been at Bumore? Just over thirty-two years. Thirty-two years, fabulous. I and joined in June ninety when I was sixteen. And what did you start doing when you joined when you were in Started 16? off working in the warehouses, moved on to the malt barns, then a bit of mashing, a bit of distillation, and then I moved to the office in 2006. And now you're the big DM. <laughs> the big <laughs> distillery that? manager. <laughs> and to be the distillery manager of uh, the oldest distillery in Isla, um, I would say arguably the best because I'm a huge fan, as you know, um, must be quite 
something you, you must every you must go to bed yeah it's good at, at night going yeah yeah we've got good whiskies we see ourselves as a perfectly balanced ailer mm. ailer's famous for its peaty traditionally in the north is very light the south's very heavy so we're in between so quen- coincidentally we're in the middle of Isla and we're a mid peated Isla <laughs> absolutely beautifully beautifully put and so if I said to you of all the whiskies that you've seen in the last 30 years from Beaumore if you could have one more sip of another one what would it be the Beaumore 1955 40 year old 306 bottles, 42%. It's like drinking tropical fruit juice. Now, we've heard the phrase tropical fruits a little bit in here, and to be honest, for those who may know or may not know, to me that means umbungo. However, um, <laughs> um, David, it, it is a fabulous whiskey, and you see with Beaumore, as time goes on, that smokiness drops off, that tropical fruitiness comes through. We think of whiskies like white Beaumore, even you know gold Beaumore from black, black Beaumore. Um, but it's not just about that. It's just about everything you do is a good whiskey, isn't it? Well, quality is our number one priority. Safety is our number one priority, and after that is quality. We look to make as good a quality as we can. It's not about quantity in Beaumore. So Gordon, yes. I'm in the background. We've had three wonderful whiskies. We have. So we've had and this a... is the number one vaults tour you can go on if you book it. Yes, yeah, so... The fourth we're keeping quiet, but the three <laughs> that we've had here... Thanks, Margaret. Um, could we... Could we just have a quick gallop yes. round the three whiskies? So, uh, David, a bourbon cask here. We started off with a bourbon cask. Um, what age was that? Bourbon Hogshead from 2003. A 2003 Bourbon Hogshead, so approaching 20 years old. Yeah, 19 um, years old. Then a Chateau Lagrange cask, a red wine barrique. From 1999. Absolutely gorgeous as well. Fully matured. Fully matured in red wine is pretty rare as well. And then we finished on a... On a sherry, sherry butt here, uh, an Oloroso sherry butt yeah, from two thousand and one. Two thousand and one, and you can come and taste these if you want. Yes, so if you are about, you can book a tour and come and absolutely, taste. Yeah, absolutely. Gordon, um, what did you prefer? I think I think the bourbon seems to have been most of the call of the day, but a couple of red wines as well. Yeah, and I the sherry. And you had the sherry, so a bit of everything. Oh, it's wonderful. Which means everybody's doing everything the right way. Yes. <laughs> Uh, David, thank you very much you're for welcome, a wonderful man. day. Um, you're going to be in episode one of series six. <laughs> no, is that right? That is right. Um, but uh, no, pleasure to see you again. It's been Good far to too you, long. Though. And uh, you're welcome at Glengoyne and Tamdu anytime. Cheers. Slanger. Slanger. Cheers. Slanger. Thank you, David. Thank you, Margaret. Ah, Gordon, that was amazing. Leaving uh, the number one vaults and well, the number Beaumont. one vaults, the oldest, the oldest maturation warehouse in in uh, Scotland. We're here with uh, David and Margaret and Karen and Mikey's carrying a basket of you know what, Mikey, Mikey's glasses, Mikey, Mikey's um, sim of Smokehead yeah. has been on the podcast before. I have for however many sins I have in my previous life. What do you, what do you, you know, you're in charge of Smokehead and you sort of do all that stuff, but. Bowmore's quite a special place. What did you make of, make of it? I mean, for the first distillery, we've literally come off the boat at half past three. We're now at quarter to six, and we've been fully immersed in Bowmore. Gordon, it has lived up to, the to everything that you said, yeah. and some. To be fair, Margaret and David have been fantastic as well, so only can thank the Bowmore team. Yeah, yeah. And we're looking right out onto the water. It's just right on the water, isn't it? Yes, we can see the bay, we can see Bowmore Bay, 
Lock and Dal. Lock and Dal. I'm going to call it Bowmore Bay. You call it yeah. Because I. <laughs> you call it wherever you want. Overlooking um, uh, Brufadi's around the corner there. Um, but uh, no, fabulous, fabulous place. If you ever come to Isla, I reckon this is the first port of call you need to come to because you have such hospitality from such wonderful people. <laughs> wonderful. Margaret, and thank you very much for that. Thank that you. Was, it was nice. All. That was absolutely... Nice to meet you all. What? After you have? I'll speak to Julie in doing the sumptive you're coming to Glengoyne. Right. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yep. yes. Brilliant. Great. Just passing the still house here. You can hear it in the background as well. And the uh, boiler house, you know, making its noise behind us. But the used pot still. Yes. Decommissioned pot still. And we're just passing that old pot still sitting out there. And that's part of the... Has a submarine you can come pick it up and take it and sell it for copper. Quite amazing, isn't it? And we're going to the um, Bowmore Bar, which is a lovely tasting room overlooking the Lock and Dal. Thank you. We'll where the tide is coming in, it's a tidal lock, and it's now really salty in the air. Can you taste it in your I, mouth? Yes, I can. And of course, that'll influence the maturation. That's a uh, Karen Crowley of IMD, who's on here and a fact-finding mission as well. So, thanks, Cam, for your Loch and Dal information. Great. So, let's go to do some tasting. But he does this very funny thing on YouTube. You type in, you type in his name, you go, unmisheard lyrics, and he's going, and he sings all these songs, and he's going, listen to the lyrics of this, and he goes, and that one there, who's going to drive you home tonight? And then he goes, um, and he goes, funny, this is all about, this is all in, in um, Live Aid and all that. And, and then he's talking about pork pies and he's going, <laughs> 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 it's very good. What's his name? Oh, it's really annoying me there. It really is annoying me. Is this the podcast? I mean, this is a podcast, <laughs> yes. We're recording all of this. Well, I haven't recorded it because we need to, you know, we're sitting here in, where are we, Gordon? And we're trying to think of a famous comedian. Well, we're at, we're at the Freud Distillery. Um, we're trying to think of a famous comedian, but that's not really why we're here. We've just... I've spent a wonderful couple of hours with Barry. Barry, brilliant to, to have you on Whiskey Unscripted. Um, you're the distillery manager here. That must be something you're highly excited to have been in, appointed recently. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely I am. Uh, it's something uh, I guess when I think about it, I've been working towards for the best part of my time at the Freud. Uh, I was the assistant manager for five years, so when the opportunity came up and uh, I guess after through the process I was successful, yeah, I was absolutely chuffed to bits. And now the team is fantastic, I'm looking forward to moving forward. And of course for f- f- fans of Whiskey Unscripted, we had the ex-manager now on the show. Now at Loch Lee, yes of course, John Campbell, so he I think is doing very well at Loch Lee. But, um, you know, obviously I think Laphroaig is such an iconic brand, the biggest brand on Isla, um, a unique style of course, which we learnt all about. What? The ten-year-old's very important to Lefroy, isn't it? The ten-year-old's iconic, I guess you'd call it. Uh, same recipe for, I guess, over seventy-five years at least now, mm. approach maybe a hundred. Created by Ian Hunters in the nineteen twenties, so it's uh, it's iconic. It's a label that you don't go many places in the world and don't see. I guess mm. the Lefroy ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, probably probably if we think about it, I would say, and you probably would agree, you know, the most iconic release of, of a, that, that a distillery does is probably Laphroaig 10 of any other distillery in the whole of Scotland, I would say. We've just sampled some amazing Laphroaigs, a little bit older, and it's amazing how it changes, isn't it, when it becomes a little bit older? Yeah, most because Laphroaig 10 is so 
unique, I guess. I think that one of the most amazing things about Lefroig is introducing the older age statements to people that have never sampled it before, and they get to see the other side of Lefroig. Uh, everyone knows the big, bold, unforgiving flavour, so it's really great to introduce that forgiving, lovely, tropical and delicate flavour that comes in the older age uh, statements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and can I just jump in here and just say, a quick, uh, for, for those that have not been here, can we do a, a Lafroig 101, uh, which is the Bluffer's Guides to uh, Lafroig? Do it quite quickly. So there is a floor maltings number or ratio. Okay, so it's 15% of total production. Okay. It's uh, heavily peated to have a bigger influence. It's cold smoked. That's cold, cold smoked. Cold, cold smoked. smoked. That's <laughs> unique. Okay, give us a quick 10 seconds in cold smoking. Okay. <laughs> <a tough> <laughs> so yeah. you have to come here. That's the other you have to come. Just come. Yeah, it's a it's a fire with no heat coming off it. Wow. Which seems yep. an oxymoron, but we saw it and it absolutely makes it's a lot of absolute sense. Absolutely sense. Washbacks. Yep. Sex off, stainless steel. They've got them, yeah. <laughs> Mash tun. One off. Okay. Stainless steel, full louder. Still house. One off. <laughs> I'm glad we've got one. <laughs> seven uh, stills. With seven stills, unbalanced, yep. I think we have to explain that one very quickly. Three wash stills, four spirit stills. Three spirit stills all identical. One spirit still twice the size. Introduced by Bessie Williamson in the 70s. Fantastic. I just wanted a quick gallop through the distillery, Gordon. And what a location. Oh, it's just fabulous location. I mean, there's not many more places in the world that you want to come and drink a drink a great dram, you know, at the distillery. But Lefroy just has this thing that just makes it special and Barry was just saying some of the you know some of the people that you come across that come from all over the world here to Lafroy it's quite a pilgrimage for some people it absolutely is uh, it's it's absolutely fantastic to meet all the faces that we know and love and see every year but at the same time we're always welcome to new faces from all around the world and uh you hit me on the head they travel from all, literally all around the world wow and can I just have a quick word about the Feshil fesh, the festival this year yep. that was the first one back we had the Spirit of Speyside festival Gordon we, as we well did we, did a, do, yeah. we did a special episode in that one how was it here uh, not just at Lafroy but Nyla what's the chat there was a fantastic buzz in the island uh, all the businesses looked forward to it all the distillers looked forward to it and uh, it lived up to expectations I have to say the friends of Lafroy played their part they all turned up they, it rained most of the day but it didn't to tell them they all danced in the rain so it was fantastic and if you're not a friend of Lefroig you should be a friend of Lefroig because you get a square foot of land as well which you can come and visit yes far less not the distillery if you you know of course as well so and just my final question Gordon if you've got a final question what's happening production wise update from Lefroig as of well this will be the first episode as of August 2022 just kicking back on from our maintenance shutdown Uh if you're a tourist to come back to see you won't see anything different <laughs> everything's behind the scenes it was upgraded and uh, but no it's production as normal yeah so yeah looking forward to a good a good year to come absolutely right. yep thank you thank you for today it's been fabulous really really great welcome at Glengoyne Tamdu Rosebank anytime okay Barry thank you we will be there <laughs> Oh, it's very serious. So I'll, that's just, right. I'll just make it very unserious. No, and that's Mr. Dallas in the background. We're here in Pizzeria overlooking Loch Indal, um, oh, on uh, on Isla, and we're joined by Mackay and uh, Donald. Um, who now? 
the Isla Boys. Um, do you want to give us a little bit of a background of uh, of your history on this wonderful island? You go first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. You've got more history. He's been here for a thousand, a thousand years. Uh, Mackay has. His family, I just, I'll he'll tell you about himself, but before he does, when Mac came to my house, uh, my mother would say, Mackay is Isla royalty. Because the Mackays of the Rins were a clan that were allies of the McDonald's of the Isles, the clans that ruled the western seaboard of Isla, or Scotland rather, for, for hundreds of years, uh, uh, a thousand years ago. And these guys were, uh, were uh, allies of the McDonald's. So my mother, who was well versed in Isla and general history in Scotland, would always say he is Isla royalty. There you are. So over to you, Prince. Now, the, the only thing was that when we finally lost those lands, most of us buggered off to Northern Ireland. And the poorer ones were left here, which included me and the rest of my family. They were told me that. <laughs> yeah, so actually, Donald, I don't have two beans to run together. <laughs> together I'm my mother got that. the best china out for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you, you guys have been in business for a while together, haven't you? Yes. Since um, uh, 2016, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Not that long. Well, we started the started talking to each other about this probably in about 2012. <laughs> That's right. Uh, over a bottle of whiskey, as you would, and four years later we created the company. Yeah. Um, and the company called the Isla Boys. Yeah, it should, it should really be the Isla Middle Aged Men, but it's right. not. It fit in the label quite so well, you know. So it's the Isla Boys, now. Yeah. Two guys from Isla. And obviously, you know, you had a, you have a brewery. You you have a you have a brewery. You make Isla Ales. Yeah. That's that. That was our opportunity. Well, as as independent bottlers, it's uh, it's been great fun creating the brands. Well, sourcing the whiskey, creating the brands, um, selling them worldwide. But we we actually like to to make stuff as well. So the idea behind the brewery was to have a production facility on Isla, and to try to grow from there. Ultimately, from not just a brewery, but also into distilling. Yeah, I mean the thing is of course, and you'll know this, you too, that the key part of making whiskey is not aging spirit in, in, in sherry butts for, for years. Any any fool can do that. The key part The key part is your brewing process. Where are you creating esterification? It's during the brewing process. It's not very fun. It's not very sexy. Washbacks are very dull and boring. But that's where you're creating flavour is during fermentation. So basically, if you've got a brewery and you stick a still on the end of it, you're halfway there. <laughs> that was the plan, right? Was that the plan? Uh, yeah, super simple. Time, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Have a brewery, put a still against on the end of it, and there you go. Now, if so, you, if could you, you explain, Don, what? What's happening? Well, I was just about to say that I was in the co-op, obviously, uh, in Bermuda, which is the epicentre of, of Isla News. And, information uh, superhighway. Information superhighway. Who needs the internet here? And there are rumours, uh, which are not rumours, because I confirm that you gentlemen are involved in a, well, you, the 12th distillery on this wonderful island. <coughs> yes, absolutely. The 12th distillery uh, over at Lagan Bay, uh, yeah. over at the, the airport uh, between Bermuda and uh, Port Ellen. A project we've been working on for uh, quite a long time in the background um, on a bit of land that's not been used for probably about 80 years. It used to be a, 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 an RAF uh, uh, base on Isla because obviously the convoys come in from North Atlantic 
um, came down towards the Clyde or down towards Liverpool, uh, down the, 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 the channel over there. Um, and so the RAF had a base here and they cleared a, a big bit of land over there and it's not been used for Nissen huts, well it was back in the time, uh, for 80 years. And that bit of land does is where, it's, I wouldn't say it's industrial, but it's where Isla's biggest car dealer is, it's where the, the, the seafood factory is, it's, it's, there's a bit of a semi-industrial vibe down there. So you're well out of the way of local villages, you're well out of the way of the beaches, you're well out of the way of, you know, create, creating any unnecessary hassle for, for, for our fellow Elach. So that site is 2.1 hectares precisely, it's got a great size, there's enough room there to put down a distillery, put down a brewery, put down a visitor centre, put down warehousing. It's absolutely perfect for that. And best of all, there's a river runs right down next to it, bringing down what we always need for making whiskey, which I is water. I think there's one important thing, which is um, we're also working on this with our yes. great friends at Ian McLeod Distillers. Absolutely. That's us, Gordon. Uh, and this is the big news. <laughs> this is the big news, Gordon. So the, you know, for folk listening to this, uh, yeah. maybe you haven't seen the recordings or the newspapers, but there is now, this is a combination, Absolutely. a partnership. Correct. A partnership. And Correct. that came about, I mean, you'll back, back into it on this, but that came about because we've worked with uh, uh, Ian McLeod for a long time. We know we know Leonard uh, uh, very well. Uh, there's, uh, we, we we would hope mutual trust and confidence built up, and we're we're kind of old fashioned uh, blokes, I suppose. And and in a certain way, so is Leonard. He's old fashioned Scottish, where what he when he says when he shakes your hand, that means the deal is done, and that means much more to us than any kind of lawyerly contract or anything like that. We don't give a damn about that. It's more about old-fashioned values. I know that sounds a wee bit maybe kind of hackneyed, but it's true. Um, and we needed, because we're enthusiastic and passionate, but that's great and that's fine and, and, and we've got lots of that, but you need also skill sets for a distiller, let's be honest. And Ian McLeod has three distilleries today, well, two, that are uh, currently making some of the best Scottish spirit in, uh, uh, out there. And I know that sounds a wee bit kind of okay, a wee bit fake, but that's not true. I've always said, and I was saying earlier on to you, you two, that Glengoyne, to me and to him, has always been for us a benchmark of Scotch single malt in terms of quality of distillate and in terms of ageing and in terms of the whole actual process. And what's that a reflection of? That's a reflection of combined skill sets within the Ian McLeod team that make that. And we are absolutely confident that by adding those skill sets to our somewhat meagre skill sets, we can make uh, a damn good Isla single malt. Can I just agree? As someone that's had a a lager tonight in the Bobo <laughs> Hotel, and it was you guys, that's your alcohol, that was your lager. That's right. And you had some stout there as well. Absolutely delicious. Yeah, every, so, barley, every barley grain, uh, Gordon, was crushed between our thighs. Uh, just to know that. That's the basic ingredients <laughs> and all that. Now, that's, you know, that was delicious. So we're on to something, Gordon, here. It's a wonderful... And 12 distilleries in Isla. Can there be any more? Well, I think twelve is quite a lot for this island, yeah. but uh, I think it's. But I mean, we were just we were just saying, one of the major problems, and this is the thing we don't have on our site, but there is for other potential things in the future, is water on this island, isn't it? I think we're pretty much running out of locations where yeah. people can set up a distillery of any sort of size. Um, yeah. The as you say, there's only so many locks, so many rivers that we can take mm-hmm. water from. And I think this is, 
I may be proven wrong, but I think this is the, the last one, um, certainly the, the last one of any sort of scale. Yeah. 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 No. Although, I mean, let's be careful here. Let's not lull people into a false sense of uh, confidence regarding Aguilar weather. You know, there are there's a fresh arrival of fresh water quite regularly in Ireland. You know, <laughs> you know occasional wee bit of drizzle, not every day. You know, but no. certainly every couple of weeks. You know, we do get yeah, a wee yeah. bit of drizzle over. You know, I mean, so yeah, yeah. You know, there is fresh water available. You know, let, let's not be let's not let's not about that. No. I think in terms of sites, though, like bouncing back what Max says. Yeah, I mean, there's not that many sites on Isla where you could actually uh, put a distillery of any significant size down. Now, mm-hmm. I think, again, back to what you're saying, Matt, I think we probably can see, and why not indeed, I mean, you know, of, of course, maybe some smaller kind of craft or, or, or small capacity distilleries, I mean, and mm-hmm. why not? And if people say 12, oh, that's an awful lot, you know, oh, my God. It's more but, in the past. I mean, look at, yeah, more in the past. Look at Campbelltown with 30 back in the day, you know. Yeah. Um, now, they, of course, were aging their whiskey in, 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 in salted herring barrels. Of course, I think they still do that in Campbelltown, don't they? Not, uh, uh, you know, that's a salt. No, that's an Airbnb now. Um, <laughs> what can I ask? What the date? What's the what's when is things going to happen? What, opening dates or is that is that difficult to predict? When we'll see lagging Bay? Well, I don't know how much people know, but we have planning. So uh, the next stage is to start to do the groundworks on the site so we'll see that in the autumn of this year Um, and we're hoping that some of the um, some of the sheds will be going up in spring of next year and we're hoping to um, during 2024 probably towards the end of 2024 maybe early 2025 that we will see the the distillery in full production Oh, how exciting is it's this? Massive, that's a massive story. It's, it really it's is a really, massive really. story. This is a great we're episode so, of so Whiskey Unscripted. This is a huge story. We're actually the, so excited and so excited well, it's, it's, to be working with Ian McLeod. Yeah, no, honestly. And it's actually been under under the radar because a lot of, a lot of projects tend to perhaps uh, uh, talk up a project before it actually happens, which is understandable because you want to get people excited, maybe get investors on board, etc., etc. We've probably done the opposite. This was very much under the radar. It wasn't ever talked about. No one really kind of knew. We didn't talk about it because we were kind of leery of announcing yet another discovery project that perhaps wouldn't come to fruition, as has happened in the past. And like, let's be perfectly honest. So we didn't want to announce things and then they not happen because we speak to our friends and neighbours in the co-op every day, Gordon, as you know. <laughs> you know, and if we announce things and then, oh, actually, no, it didn't work out. I mean, it, didn't, it wouldn't have been serious. So it's been under the radar. And all of a sudden, yes, here it is. Um, and Ian McLeod, as strategic partners on it, is a fantastic bit of news for, for Isla as a whole. Absolutely. Because we really wanted uh, Leonard Russell and Ian McLeod to be on board with us because we know their reputation as well across Scotland with the distilling community and with the communities in which they're involved. Mm-hmm. Because this is Isla. You, you've got to do things the right way. You can't, you can't do it the wrong way. These are our friends and neighbours, our families. We live amongst them, you know, Christ... So we know that Ian McLeod and us together will do it properly. Um, Couldn't agree more. And and that's that's what we're trying to do. Couldn't agree more. So you didn't hear it here first because it's been (laughs) out in the news. But yeah, as part of our Isla Whiskey special, we had to cover the fact that we're in partnership with the Isla Boys. Hey! Hey! Whiskey, the story on Isla. So cheers to that. I think we are recording now. Uh, Gordon Dundas, 
there's a Sinatra quote when he sympathises with teetotalers saying when they wake up in the morning that's the best they're going to feel all day can I just say I'm feeling wonderful now but anyway that's just been two days on Isla Gordon you've taken us to Colhoman and that was a great trip this morning very nice yes but I think we've just had an amazing tour could you explain where we are and who you're sitting right next to well we're sitting outside the visitor centre here at Brickladdy and I'm with the story manager Alan Logan, who I've known for a long time. Yeah. Hi, Gordon. Alan, what a wonderful tour and what a wonderful distillery. And, you know, like a lot of distilleries, a great history. But uh, you've been here for how many years now? 21 years now, yep. 21 years. And you've, you, so pretty much from the, from yeah. when it was bought over in 2003? 2001, yeah. 2001, so, sorry, yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. So, yeah, so <laughs> since the revival of Brocadi, I, I started as a young 20 year old. And, uh, yeah, I've been here, worked way through the business worked in every aspect of the business so yeah it's good and so you're now distilling manager um of a i think an amazing brand and i mean that genuinely in terms of you know the branding the cut yeah. we we're talking about the, the blue we we're talking about the different expressions of octomore it really has evolved hugely in oh, the yeah. last 20 years yeah and uh, yeah we're super proud to, uh, of what we do here at brickladdy like you know to work for an amazing company and you know we see ourselves more than just a whiskey producer. You know, as is mentioned on the tour, we're doing way we have a way big impact, a really big impact on the community. You know, we're trying to create local jobs and you know grow local barley and you know actually trying to connect um, the way that we make whiskey with the place that we make it. And you know it's important that we keep doing that and you know keeping the connection with um, the island that we're making the whiskey with, as well as mm-hmm. um, just you know making fantastic whiskey and so for those who may aren't quite familiar Gordon mm-hmm. I know you're not sampling whiskey today because you've been you've, you're driving I'm driving today the designated driver well done well that's, done. A, that's what democracy does yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously Brookladdy itself is an unpeated whiskey yes. Port Charlotte is your peated version yeah that's right and then we have Octomore Octomore of course which is is well what, what we describe is super yeah. heavily peated so yeah. I think in regards to explaining it like uh, Brookladdy is, is an unpeated, so more like your typical space side whiskies. It's you know, it's got no smoke. Whereas Pochara is more like your Isla style whiskies, which mm-hmm. is medium. Well, we would say medium, but it's it's still heavily peated. It's yeah. forty ppm. Baltimore is is in another level again. Yeah. It's 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 you know usually over a hundred ppm. Uh, so we call it super heavily peated. Yeah, and and we've just had a little sample of it. And just oh, sorry, got to cut across there, but just for people at home. All made in the same place. All made it's in not the same like distillery. Three different stills. No, right, yeah. right, okay. All made at the same distillery by the same people using the same equipment. The techniques vary very slightly, just in terms of the different uh, spirits we make. But yeah, in the exact same distillery. Yeah. And, right. and although obviously it's not a, a whiskey, botanist is from here as well, That's of right. course, which yeah. is the lovely Isla Gin, uh, yeah. which you create through forage products from from, from Isla, yeah forage, so Isla, yeah. using Isla botanicals in our loman still called ugly betty we oh, yeah. we, we uh, make the the bottles gin here yep and yeah yeah so yeah and, and i didn't know you also bottle here as well we do, uh, you're, we, you're, do you're, we do all our bottling here so yeah that's why again we're you know we're for us it's about creating jobs locally we've got we're we've got uh, just over 90 people working on the site here so by doing all the bottling of the the whiskey and the gin here, it's creating more jobs. And when we're in there, Gordon, I saw the uh, 
beer. Beer barley, yeah. Beer barley. Now that's an ancient strain of barley, Gordon. Perfect. That even predates your, some of your jokes. <laughs> Thank you. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, the beer barley is the beer barley is actually grown in Orkney, believe it or not. So it's an ancient strain of uh, uh, barley. Um, perhaps you know even brought to the UK by the Vikings, um, and mm. it's. Um, very rare. Um, there has been other whiskey distilleries that produce some. I think Springbank and Aaron have made whiskey from beer barley in the past, but we've consistently made beer whiskey since 2004. Uh, no, sorry, 2005. Uh, every year we make a small amount of it. Um, usually about we use about 40, 50 tons of malt, and it's fantastic whiskey. Just really different, you know, really different flavour profile to it. Um, it doesn't yield as well. It's very hard to process just because it's an ancient grain. It's actually a six-row grain, uh, so like if mm. you, to get quite technical now, barley is typically, when you look at a gr- uh, uh, barley growing, it's two rows on the, the, the head, where beer barley is six-row, mm-hmm. which is quite yeah. unique. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So there you are, folks. I mean, I think what's great about our tour, I think obviously Whiskey Inscriptive is hugely informative. <laughs> um, but I think ultimately when you come to somewhere like Brooklady, you've actually got something for everything. Yeah. So you've got you've got an unpeated, which is brilliant. Yeah. You have a medium, slightly heavy, heavily peated, and you have Octomore, which is yeah. a bit of an extreme. And maybe whiskey isn't your thing, which I can't understand why it would yeah. be. There's a gin that you could have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drink for every occasion, yeah. yeah and it's uh, open to the public, though. You're back. Yeah, yeah, Everything's yeah. yeah visitor centre is open up. seven days a week, and uh, the tours are by by appointment at the moment. So you need to make an appointment for tours. We also have uh, a warehouse tasting that you can book on daily, and we have a botanist experience where people can um, get a whole botanist botanist exper- uh, experience, making cocktails, drinking, foraging, all these different things. So yeah, that's all available seven days a week and when Gordon finally one of the best locations in the world I mean we're, we're on we're on for me you know you, I, I, I've worked on Isla that's how I know Alan I've been here for many many years I'm not, and, and, and it's just an amazing place I mean I love I love Scotland producing whiskey and all that but Isla there's something about Isla that you're just like what a great place yeah hmm. fabulous well, I think that's. Um, I, don't, I wonder what we'll do now, Gordon. We'll just. You've got to drive. Uh, well, <laughs> I know. Then what's going to happen? Anyway, that's. Uh, thanks so much. Yeah, thank and that's you, all from Brickladdy. And that was Isla. I know. Wasn't it great? Wasn't it fabulous? Absolutely marvellous. I really. Your contacts out there are second to none. That was brilliant. Some of the red carpet treatment that we got and really. Too many highlights to mention there, but I certainly learned a hell of a lot uh, across there from some of these fantastic characters. That's what they were, some of them fantastic. Yeah, we didn't even get coverage of people that we, you know, we, we didn't have time to get everybody as well. We were obviously at Kilhoman as well, which was really interesting. Beautiful distillery and um, Anthony Wills as um, as frank and brilliant as he normally is, which was really interesting as well. So, yeah, it was great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. When can we go back, Gordon? Oh, well, uh, just as we're recording this uh, little bit at the end, Gordon, I was speaking to my friend who've got family in Isla and the ferry's off this week. So that (laughs) was part of the conversations we were getting in bars and in distilleries was sometimes the unreliability of the transport system. It's a challenge. It's a challenge and something we need to be very aware of. But you forget the frustrations at the moment of living on an island in Scotland. We have a, 
we have um, ferries that simply are not really fit for purpose, unfortunately, um, and they're permanently not working. And you run a business, far less a distillery, but you run a, you know, you're running a hotel or something um, and the ferries don't work, then nobody's coming to stay in your hotel. And Gordon, I think just a sort of um, quick roundup of our Isla special, we started at Bowmore. We did. We started at Bowmore with Margaret and David. What a great tour. Went on to Lefroy with Barry. What a wonderful group. We sampled some great Lefroigs, of course. 30-year-old Lefroigs, absolutely gorgeous. And then, of course, we had our um, wonderful days where we were at Cahoman and then we were at Brooklady as well with the wonderful Alan Logan finishing up our bag okay. with Emma, who was brilliant as yes. well. And Colin and we never Gordon. got any recordings. You see, we're busy enough getting taken rounds. So we never managed to get much recording or any recording at our bag, but that was a great trip as well. So just a little summary. Uh, it's been something. It's all happening. It's all happening. I know. <laughs> Gordon, that was a fantastic trip. And it was. season six is up and running. Episode it is. And one. Fantastic. Looking forward to the next episode. Gordon, cheers. Bye. One last thank you uh, from me is to thank Dave Arcari. This piece of music is called Whiskey Trail. Catch him on all the W's, DaveArcari.com or all over Facebook as well. Dave, thanks very much. Folks, goodbye.